welcome to StockTwits After Hours, where we provide a quick rundown of the day's market action from the folks at StockTwits, the largest community of investors in the universe. Good evening, everybody, and welcome back to StockTwits After Hours. I'm your host, Riley Rosenberger, alongside head trader at Trading Experts, Shake Prisby. Shake, today is Thursday, April 22nd. The market chugged higher early this morning before news broke and a wave of selling commenced. What was the catalyst that caused the market to come in, though? So we got a completely news-related sell-off today. The action was actually very healthy this morning up until 1 p.m. when the Biden capital gains tax proposals got announced, which just saw sell program after sell program in the market. Do you expect to see further weakness following the selling that took place today then? You know, the way we saw high volume selling as soon as this news hit that persisted mostly the rest of the day leads me to believe we see some more weakness in the near future. You couple that fact in that we already came into the day with somewhat overbought equity markets. You know, I don't think this will lead to a crash or anything like that, but it could lead to a healthy pullback. I personally think a 5 to 10% move lower in the S&P would actually be a great buying opportunity. You mentioned Biden's capital gains tax proposal led the market lower. What does it entail that caused traders to run for the hills? Right. So this is the news that completely hammered the market today and could really have drastic implications if this law is enacted. Next week, President Biden will propose raising taxes on the wealthy to fund about $1 trillion in investments in healthcare, in childcare, excuse me, universal pre-K and paid leave for workers. What steps will he take to fund that? Oh, just doubling the capital gains tax for wealthy individuals. He specifically wants to raise capital gains taxes from 20% to just under 40% for those earning over 1 million annually. The first thought here is just how much this really discourages investment here in the US. You know, I'm looking up real estate in Puerto Rico as we speak, but no, I'm kidding. But a, a deeply divided Congress still has to pass this measure where other options can still be proposed. If the market truly thought this was going to pass easily, stocks would have seen a much more drastic move lower than simply closing down less than 1%. So we'll see when this officially gets proposed next week. I'm sure there'll be some negotiating on the Congress floor, just judging how overall we did sell off, but we're a little over 1% off all-time highs. So the move looks scary intraday. You zoom out and see the bigger picture, and we can say stocks held up pretty well today, all things considered. We also got some economic data this morning, which has been a strong gauge in regards to how the economy is recovering from the COVID pandemic. What did we learn from the jobless claims report? So this morning, we set a new pandemic record for jobless claims as the number declined to 547,000 last week. This just adds to the evidence of a strengthening labor market and just overall economic recovery. These numbers fell by 39,000 from last week. Overall, just a really positive sign. We got earnings from Snap today after the close. The self-proclaimed camera company ticked up after hours. How did the company's quarter come out? So Snapchat's up a couple percent after hours following this report where they topped consensus and got it in line with the current quarter's expectations. The big number in this report was that they were able to break even on a non-GAAP basis when this number was supposed to come in at a loss. You always love when companies can achieve unexpected profitability. Revenues jumped 66%, along with global daily active users up 22%. Daily active users were up sequentially in all regions across the world, as well as on both Apple and Android platforms. This was the first quarter the company was ever able to achieve positive free cash flow as a public company. So upon first glance, this is looking like another big earnings win for Snapchat. We also got earnings from Intel. The semiconductor stock has been stuck below its dot-com bubble all-time highs for two decades now. Could these earnings lead the company to a new all-time high, though? 
Um, new all-time highs. We'll see about that. Overall, it was a really nice report out of Intel. Proves that their management team is doing a great job at executing their strategy. Their first quarter revenue exceeded January guidance by $1.1 billion, led by strong PC demand. PC volumes were up 38%, along with notebook volumes setting a new Intel record. The report was so strong, they raised their full-year guidance for the year 2021, as well as this upcoming second quarter. Management seems to really be delivering for Intel with these results. All righty, Shake. Well, that's a wrap for the week. We'll see how Snap and Intel trade tomorrow, but we'll be back on Monday after hours. Sounds good. You've been listening to StockTwits After Hours. To learn more and subscribe today, visit StockTwits.com. All opinions expressed by the host and podcast guests are solely their own opinions and do not reflect the opinions of StockTwits or their affiliates. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended as a recommendation to buy or sell any security. The podcast is also not a research report and is not intended for the basis of any investment decision. Guests may maintain positions and securities discussed in this podcast.